Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Rideshare Misfit. Um, today, I wanted to speak about something that I've probably spoken about in, in smaller segments in the past, but I feel like it really does need its own quote-unquote episode just to kind of go over the details and, more importantly, the importance of diversifying your gig portfolio. Now, there are some of us that started way back in 2014, back when there was literally only Uber and in some places Lyft. And those were our only options to be a part of this thing that we now know as the gig economy. However, if you fast forward to 2021 and going into 2022, you will notice that there is no shortage of different gig apps to be a part of, whether it's DoorDash, Postmates, Grubhub, Instacart, Shipt, Rody, Uber, Lyft. And, and I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of small ones, but those are just, those are just the big ones um, that, that I, that I want to highlight that you have access to in 2021. And moving forward, you'll probably have even more options in 2022. And the reason why I bring this up is because there is also no shortage on the internet of people complaining that they're not making money. And, you know, I'm sure at some point having these, uh, being upset or, or claiming that you're not making any money, I'm sure at some point it was relatively valid. However, we, we don't live in that time anymore. And if you are only on Uber or if you're only on Lyft, and you're complaining about how much money you're making, that is a self-inflicted wound. I know that's a very unpopular belief, but sometimes we need to hear the things that make us the most uncomfortable. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, why should I be a part of all these other things? Why, why can't Uber do this? Or why can't Lyft just do this? It's because that's not their fucking business model. You don't run their business. You don't own any type of of majority shareholder stake in the company. Therefore, as an independent contractor, if things are not going as you've seen that they should be going, you can change things up. You can make a change. You can go get a W-2 job. You want to be an independent contractor still? Great. Diversify your gig portfolio. Sign up for Instacart. Sign up for Shipt. Sign up for DoorDash. And guess what? You leverage the shit out of all the platforms available to you. Amazon Flex. You know, none of these, none of these platforms by themselves are, are gold. However, the true gold is finding your perfect mixture of a ton of different applications. Now, me personally, I really, I, so I was really happy to get involved with Instacart, not because of the money or anything, but because it, it helped me start doing something a year ago that I should have been doing this whole time, which was really paying attention to my health. Now, you might be saying, how does Instacart help you pay attention to your own health? Have you ever tried to lug like a case or two of water up like three flights of stairs to an apartment? If you're overweight like me, then that shit's fucking difficult, which means every single day, I started out the day when I was doing Instacart 
uh, pretty full time. I, I wouldn't say I was doing it full time, but as close to what I would consider full time as possible. Um, what I was noticing is, is I was like, shit, you know, delivering to the top stairs or the top apartments is a little difficult. It's a little challenging. It's not because climbing three flights of stairs is actually difficult. It's because my ass is out of shape. So what did I do every single day? I made sure one of the first two orders that I grabbed on Instacart were going to a fucking apartment. And the reason why I did that is because I was like, you know what? This is a great opportunity to get back into shape. It's great. It's a great opportunity to lose a few pounds, maybe lower the blood pressure, um, maybe lower the heart rate. Um, there's there's a lot of, of good that can come out of having to get out of your car, walk around the store, and then climb fucking three flights of stairs. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pepper this in. And then I figured out, I was like, holy shit, there's only like three to four miles, you know, actual driving. So there's there i.e. profit margin. Um, so I just wanted to throw that that little tidbit out there on why I, I really gravitated towards Instacart. But, you know, in order to truly maximize all the incentives of these gig companies, you really do have to take a mercenary approach. You can't be like, oh, I love Uber or, oh, I love Lyft. Or, yeah, th there can be no emotional attachment if you'd like to maximize your earnings. These companies, they offer incentives to those who are not doing what they want them to do. So if you want more incentives or if you want better incentives, you need to be on the platform that you would like the incentives on less. That is correct, folks. You need to be on it less in order for the company to need to incentivize you to be on their platform. What a lot of, of independent contractors just totally miss the boat on is you actually have all the power in the world over these rideshare companies. And the reason why I say that is because you have the ability on any given day to not sign on to that platform. That means that that platform could technically not have you one day or one week or one month or even one year. So that company must do everything in its power, number one, to get you to do at least something. And number two, if you're not doing Jack Dick, then go out and, and recruit uh, 150 more people to replace you. Now, I'm not saying that the latter is not going to happen regardless. However, what I am saying is that these companies' computer algorithms work in such a way that they work to increase your productivity via incentives. Complete three rides in a row, get X amount of dollars. Complete 20 rides this week, get X amount of dollars. Uh, and the list goes on in terms of incentives. You know, drive between this time and this time and get extra money. Da, 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 da. Like, the, like I said, the list is, is endless in terms of their incentives. Complete a, a certain amount of rides in this, in this time period and you get access to XYZ benefits. So it is up to you as an independent contractor, which I know a, a, some people really dislike that you have to take the bull by the horns. You have to take matters in your own hands uh, to truly get 
everything that you can out of these gig companies. But I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you another thing. And, and I learned this the hard way, which is the more apps that you're on, in particular, the different, right? Obviously, so there's Uber, Lyft, where you transport people, and then Uber Eats, DoorDash, uh, Grubhub, where you deliver prepared food, and then you have Instacart and Shipped, where you deliver uh, groceries, and then also you have Amazon Flex, which you deliver packages. But I would say that the biggest reason why you want to be on multiple platforms is actually for your mental health. Uh, burnout is a real thing. It, it, is, it is beyond real. Uh, and most people don't realize they're burned out until it's too late. So a good way to not get burned out doing rideshare is by doing other things that earn you revenue. Like shopping and delivering groceries. I know there's a ton of people waste time this, bots this, blah, 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 blah. Guys, mental health fucking matters. And, and burnout is, is probably the number one thing that rideshare drivers and gig workers in general are not considering day to day, week to week, month to month, quarter to quarter, and year to year. But it's super important. Have you found yourself online recently just bitching about some truly insignificant shit? Truly, like truly insignificant. Like somebody said something and it just set you off on a rant. Chances are you're experiencing burnout. There's, there's a really good likelihood. You know, just because a customer is a dick does not mean that we turn around and, and we, we just genuinely change who we are day to day in an instant. That, it, there's an underlying problem that, that should be addressed. And no, Uber just paying more is not the fucking solution. You know, I try really hard with this podcast to bring solutions or strategies that does not require anyone else but yourself to enact and execute. Because, you know, it's, it's rather silly to invest a ton of energy and be like, we need to create a strike. We all need to go on strike and organize and this and that. Like that takes an extreme amount of effort, an extreme amount of money, and an extreme amount of time. And it also requires that a whole bunch of people uh, uh, cooperate. Or you can find strategies that just requires yourself to do something. And obviously, now you're all you're doing is, is relying on yourself uh, to execute said strategy. You know, I, I try not to read social media that much these days because it truly is like Debbie Downer beyond belief. You know, you, you have drivers out here, and, and, and I would say that the vast majority of drivers that do really well or, or gig workers that do really well actually don't post jack shit on social media. They just sit back and they just like read like what other people are posting. And, you know, if you find yourself, you know, needing extra money, if you find yourself burnt out, if you find yourself, uh, 
blaming the company for for doing what's best for the company, then then I would I would highly suggest that you make a personal change. A personal change. One personal change can be forcing yourself to take a day off every week. Pick the day of the week. You guys aren't stupid. You know what day is the busiest of the week and you know what day is the slowest of the week. Like this shit is is not rocket science. Take that slow day off. Take it off. And by take off, I mean take completely off. Go fucking do something. Go to like a park, go to the beach, um, go for a bike ride. Like do something where it removes you from, from what you do every day. Um, and number two, removes you mentally from the struggles that you experience the other six days a week. This will, this will drastically help reduce burnout. Again, in addition to that, turn around and say, you know what? In addition to taking a day off, I am going to limit my time on social media. This is something that I've had to do, which is actually a real struggle because I own a a social media marketing company. So part of, of what I do with my business is I'm on social media. Well, I've, I've, I've figured out how to not be on social media personally and just do it in a professional sense. And I will tell you, it will go a long way in helping reduce your burnout because every little thing in your life contributes to burnout. Even if it's not even related to what you're burnt out on, whether you know, doing rideshare, whatever, it's, it's just add unnecessary stress. And then the next thing I would do is, is I would say, all right, I am on, let's just say I'm on Uber and Lyft. I'm an Uber Lyft driver. I would set a deadline and a goal and say, I will be an active gig worker on two new platforms by the end of next week. So 14 days from the day that you set out the goal. 14 days should be enough. If you've experienced like overtly crazy long times on your background checks in the past, then just just say 21 days. Um, but by and large, you should be able to be active on two more platforms in 14 days or less. And then what you're going to do when you when you set out and you sign up is you are going to work those two new platforms like it is your fucking business. You are going to learn those two platforms inside and out. Once you fully understand those two platforms and the best times and ways to leverage them, you are then going to bake them into the two that you are already currently doing or that you were doing before you found these two. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take the next three to six weeks to hone in on the proper uh, makeup or, or breakdown in terms of percentage when, you, when it comes to time allocation every week. Like there are certain days of the week that are great for Instacart. There are other days of the week where it's terrible to do Instacart. Then there, you know, there's going to be good days to do Uber and Lyft, and then there's also going to be terrible days. And remember, don't do away with a day off. I, I can't stress this enough. And the reason why I, I guess I bring this up and the reason why I focus on it so much is at one point in time when I was doing gig work full, 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 full time, 
there were instances where I didn't take days off. And guess what happened not too long after I found myself in a vicious cycle of working seven days a week? That's right, folks. You got it. I was burnt out. I was pissed off. I was angry. And I needed a reset. I'd often take a vacation. Boom. Just to, you know, break the 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 mental the the, the mental barrier or the mental challenge, if you will. But over time, what I figured out is I was like, you know, there's that one day of the week where ain't nothing fucking going on. And you know what? That's the day that I'm going to go do something different. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to take a bike ride. Hey, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to run. I'm going to wash my car like by hand, not like take it to a a car wash. I am going to uh, do things that I need to do around the house. Adulting, you know, cut the lawn laundry, blah, 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 blah. But more importantly, on that day off, in addition to maybe adulting, you know what I mean, doing your household chores, like treat yourself to something that you don't normally do. I I love finding new restaurants. That's that's a huge one. Um, I, I like finding new places to go and new things to do. So it's, it's just really important to, to strike a balance. And the best way to balance being an independent contractor is finding the day of the week that you can take off. And then more importantly, diversify. Like I can't stress diversification enough. And the reason why is because you're a fucking independent contractor for a reason. You're an independent contractor for a fucking reason. You have, there is, there is no allegiance. There is no loyalty requested or required from these gig companies. Why on heaven's green earth would you ever give them loyalty or box yourself in or limit yourself when it comes to revenue generating strategies? And that's exactly what it is. And, and this this is what I feel really what it boils down to, which is we have to change our mindsets. You don't work for Uber. You don't work for Lyft. You leverage their technology to generate revenue for yourself. Now, there's a whole bunch of expenses that come along with generating revenue, and it is up to you to identify them, limit them, and then write them off on your taxes as well. But the, the first two is, is, is key. And I found that once I added Instacart to the, the bag of tricks, my expenses fucking plummeted. Like, and it, so they plummeted in relation to uh, the revenue generated. So a good for instance is, is like, if you're going to make $20 on a ride, right? You're going to have to either drive 25 plus miles or you're going to drive however many miles and somebody tips you uh, to get to that $20 mark. Whereas on Instacart, you know, you turn around, you see a $25 order. There's like maybe 30 items total. And the, the house is like, 2.3 miles away or 1.7 miles away. So what ends up happening is the money, the revenue that you generate, that 20 whatever dollars, let's just say it's $25, 
the vast majority of it is going to your time. Whereas when you're a rideshare driver, you know, a greater percentage of every bit of earnings goes into your vehicle. So it's, it's, that's one of those things that you, you really should uh, keep in mind. Now, I love Uber Connect um, and Amazon Flex. Like, I, I think it's great to just deliver packages. Again, getting in and out of your car can't hurt you health-wise. In fact, I would argue that it'd be great for you. Um, you know, shopping with Instacart or Shipped, boom, get you out of your car, very low uh, on the expense side of things and really paying for your time, you know, doing rideshare, really social, uh, but really expense intensive in terms of, you know, operational costs. And these, these are really things that, that we as independent contractors should be ultra familiar with. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, no big deal, hire somebody that is good at it. That, that, that was my aha moment. Um, which actually happened before rideshare, which is the value of a tax consultant slash accountant uh, is uh, honestly, it's priceless. Like number one, I don't have to worry uh, going into 2022, what my tax situations will look like. Literally, I pay somebody to do that for me. And that's actually not as much as, as some people think it is. Um, especially if you, if you get into networking groups and you find somebody who works for a company that's also looking to make money on what? On the side. Tons of accountants are looking for that, are, are looking for their own type of side hustle. So be on the lookout for it. But yeah, so I, I really, th this episode was really geared towards the diversification of your gig portfolio. Again, there is no reason why you as an independent contractor should just drive for Uber and Lyft, especially if you bitch and complain that those companies aren't doing X, Y, Z for you. Just throwing that out there. Like it's not up to them. Like you literally have all kinds of options in 2021. It's not like 2014. Again, let me tell you about 2014. Well, I'm going to close on how 2014 looked. Number one, yes, the, the rates were high. Guess what? The amount of rides were really, really low. More importantly, in 2014, the riders were much further away. You know, people are complaining, right? About 20 minutes, you know, 20 minutes away uh, ride requests. Y'all don't realize something. Back in 2014, if you got a ride request under eight minutes away, that shit was like, Honestly, it was like a treat. I, I remember working Pensacola right when that when right when that market first launched in Pensacola. Boy, I actually wrote it down. I don't know where the pieces of paper are, but I remember pretty I, I had it down to the second. Um, but my average pickup time was over nine minutes. Average. Over nine minutes away. And you go, well, you pay you got paid a lot more. I had a lot more fucking expenses back then, too. Could you imagine if, if you're constantly driving six plus miles to every single pickup, you know, that, that shit adds up, especially wear and tear expenses. The list goes on. So, you know, 2014 wasn't exactly the greatest. Yeah, we made a fuckload of money, 
But our options were very limited. Now, if you live in South Florida, some other really big city, then you had Lyft um, and, and Lord knows what else was back in, in the big cities. But for us folk up in, up in Pensacola, it was Uber and Uber alone. That was it. You want to be in the gig economy? Cool. You had Uber. That's it. Now, again, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, Uber Eats, um, Shipped, Instacart, Amazon Flex, uh, Roadie. Um, I don't know. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's more out there, but you get the gist. That there's, there's no shortage. Therefore, there's no fucking reason why you should be, claim- be uh, complaining about not making money on one of the platforms because if you were well-diversified and you did just a wee bit of homework, you wouldn't be complaining. That's it. Welcome to the TED Talk. Uh, I hope you got a little bit of value out of this conversation today. Again, set yourself a goal. You're on two platforms today. 14 days from today, I will be approved on insert whichever two platforms that, that, that you'd like to sign up for. Again, thank you guys so much and have a wonderful day.